Welcome everyone to Season 6, Episode 0, like you know how we do it here. My name is Peter, this is Chris with me. How you doing, Chris? Good. I mean, I'm I'm dancing in the diamond rain myself, so what a feeling it is to be here for Season 6. Season 6 is upon us, and as you know, we are talking The Wraith, right. Shangri-La. But... Before we get there, just in case anyone's new and you don't know what we do and how we do it, we are the Juggalo Rewind Podcast. We are your favorite Juggalo podcast. I don't know Damn if you knew that or straight. <laughs> Was that from something? No, I don't know. I just got fired up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, we're your favorite Juggalo podcast. We deep dive into Juggalo albums one track at a time. And we dissect the lyrics to help you learn and appreciate and remember mm-hmm. all the good stuff from yesteryear. Whether young or old, you'll learn or you'll reminisce, but you're going to enjoy it. You are going to enjoy it. Whether you're a longtime fan, a brand new fan, not a fan at all. Maybe you fell off. Maybe this Juggalo shit wasn't for you. <laughs> but for some reason, you're back listening to us. Welcome. Maybe one of these blew up on TikTok since we've been recording in. That's they're like, what song is that from? Let's go find out. So here you are. I'm sure Wraith's got something ready to blow up on TikTok. I hope so. Hell's Pit did, so why shouldn't Shangri-La? Why shouldn't Shangri-La? <laughs> if you want to check out our past seasons, we have a plethora of episodes in our back catalog. Go back and check those out. And uh, like we said, this season we're talking the almighty sixth Joker's card. Heavy. Big. A lot of mythology in here. Oh my Can't God. wait. Uh, we probably should do this before we get, again, too deep into this. If people are just jumping in, this is probably the time to talk about, very quickly, a little deeper mm-hmm. on what we do and how we do it. We already introduced ourselves. We are just two dickhead boomer juggalos from <laughs> Detroit. Boomer Boomerlos. Yes. Who... Want to spread your nostalgia. So yeah. we, we bring our nostalgia up. Hopefully it reminds you of yesteryear and uh, brings up the, the young kids. Mm-hmm. You never know. I think this season's going to have a lot of fun memories from us that hopefully spurs memories from uh, folks out there listening. So yeah. That's, yeah. That's, liter- that's always the goal. Literally the name of the game is that we're just bullshitting about our past and our stories. No one's any better than anyone else. We've just all had different experiences, and we're here to, to jog your memory and to bring you down Memory Road. Yeah. Memory Road? Yellow Brick Alley Road. That's a different season. <laughs> uh, what we are, as we said, we discuss a different CD or album or comic series every season. When are you going to hear us? Every Thursday morning. Except on YouTube. That could be a little different. But every Thursday morning, we will be in your podcast feed wherever you find your favorite podcast. The goal is always to loop a little bit behind the pod so I could listen, make my notes, and then get the video up. I fell behind a little bit, but it was a busy football season yeah, this year. So, so we'll get into that in the two <laughs> seconds. I fell behind. And then we've already talked about why we want this to be the definitive discussion of albums by two normal people. When did we write that? That's real funny. That's a funny write-up. By two normal people. Uh, It's for diehards to recall memories, for newer fans who maybe just saw Twisted for the first time at at, uh, Warp Tour, 
Or maybe just saw ICP on TikTok, like you said. Yeah, they've been playing a lot of festivals in the summer, so I'm sure folks have got exposed to them in a festival show. That That's something to walk in on if you have no like connection to ICP or no knowledge of them, and they're yeah. just throwing two liters of Fago in the crowd. You're like, what the hell is this show? You're just, you're just going to Riot Fest thinking you're seeing Dropkick Murphys, <laughs> right. and then it's like, holy shit, what's going on over there? That's highly possible. Yeah. Everyone started somewhere, which is actually really funny. We'll probably talk about this in a future episode here, mm-hmm. but in the seminar, when they uh, revealed the Wraith, right. Jay specifically stopped what he was saying, and he kind of said, this is the feeling like you had when you got brought in. Don't forget that there's people who haven't listened yet, True, yeah. and you have to bring them in like someone brought you in. Just like new juggalos that come along, maybe tomorrow, maybe the next day, they don't know about the world we have, they don't know about the underground we have, you have to be able to accept them in the same way that you were accepted in at some point. So that's it's kind of interesting that they said that. Yeah. That fucking long ago in 2002 and 22 Before years the later gatekeeping was even like tossed around, yeah, you know. <laughs> 20 years later people are definitely like Yeah. gatekeeping and just the eras are crazy. Yeah. Like we'll get into how times a motherfucker here in a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we thought the eras through the Joker cards like just you could have distinct errors in those six cards. That window's so small in the scheme of like oh grand God. scheme of how long ICP's been doing this, that's, which is wild to yeah, think. That's insane. So let's go to our next subject. Well, let's catch up a little bit yeah. before we get too far into things. It's been a while since season five. We've been off for a little bit. Yeah, took a little maybe longer break because those comics drained us. <laughs> yeah, and just the end of the year, yeah. holidays, football season. So Big football season. Tell us about Michigan football, Chris. Well, if you've listened to me, when do you think the season started? During the pendulum or during uh, one less G? No, it was during the pendulum. During the pendulum. Well, if you listened back whatever episode this season, I said this team was a team of destiny. There we go, 15-0. We have a caller. Goes by the name of Denver Chris, likes to call in. And poke fun of the Wolverines and how Georgia is an unstoppable beast. Well, look who's the last team standing on top of the heap. 15-0. It was a beautiful ride. I cried multiple times between... I don't think I cried during OSU. I was happy. Cried during the Rose Bowl. Cried during the National Championship. I was so happy. And if you're watching along, we have spoils of victory on the table. (laughs) It was just a normal Maker's Mark bottle, but it was dipped in maize and blue wax and became a mythical thing throughout our group. Sat there on the shelf. Mythical, yeah. Like, how, how long like the sixth. When you count down for the sixth, you're like, when's that actually going to happen? I don't know if that sixth ever going to come out. Well, never thought we'd open this bottle, but we got to open it. And you know what? While we're here, like, oh. our, like, our, like one of our... Uh, one of our inspirations, Vinnie Mac, likes to smoke weed on his show with the fans. I'd like to take a little victory shot to everyone out there. Vinnie Mac. So if you're out there and you have a little bit of alcoholic beverage around you, a little... Uh, alcoholic, alcoholic beverage. beverage, a little whiskey by you, pour a little short one for... Everyone who said they didn't want or they missed Chris drinking <laughs> last season, we're a couple Coors Lights deep. Whiskey's deep and a little victory shot, so... 15-0, did it. Nothing, nothing else matters from here on out. So maybe I won't talk about Michigan football as much on the podcast. Oh, no. That ain't going to happen. Now we're going to be talking about Michigan basketball. We're definitely not talking about that. <laughs> so how about you? How are you doing? 
Ah, same old, same old. I uh, got through the holidays okay. While we were off, I was on the Deck One Delt yeah. podcast. You didn't listen to that. That's on my. It's in my. It's Your in the queue. Things do. I actually have this T-shirt from them. Oh, I thought it was a Street Bang Pow Boom shirt. No, no, this is one it. of their shirts. Boom allowed. That's good. <laughs> so shout out to them. It's a good episode. Is the New Year's Eve episode? Yeah, because I was down there for New Year's Evil. You record that right before going to the show, like same yeah, like day? that afternoon. Wow, what a happening! I know it was a long day. Yeah. It was good. Uh, good show. Good podcast and good show. Yeah, from Twisted. I'm just getting there one the time. You should come on down. Go to Tony Paco's. It's a little further than Tony Paco's. Well, that's as far as I'm going, so they have to meet me there. <laughs> they do come up here for Michigan activities, yeah. so maybe we'll have to run into them yeah, sometime. plan something. Speaking of this shirt, it is one of the first shirts that I've purchased recently, sight unseen, size large. Look at so you. I have to uh, start checking <laughs> the... inventory. Uh, yeah, I need to either like sell or give away my XLs yeah. and then purchase larges i tell you what i gotta get back on the train this week i was good did yoga all week ate better football season's over but fell fell a little behind through the holiday season that's okay (laughs) not everyone's perfect and it doesn't have to be perfect that's right it's a journey and you don't have to worry there's no slipping there's no whatever it's just doing what you do also on that note brand new pair of pants today (laughs) uh also a size smaller another size smaller so i'm lean and mean Mm mm-hmm so that's that's the name of the um, name of the game this year is, and we'll get into that. Jay was getting lean and mean during True. us, so we will continue our rewind fitness challenge, <laughs> and everyone get in shape and do what you got to do. I need to get some new. I I lost my wireless headphones, and I have like the little plug-in buds, but I have a new phone and does not have an auxiliary jack anymore. Oh. So I have to get myself some new. Uh, wireless headphones and now I'll do some walks and listen to the Wraith in honor of the season and Violent J's transformation I'm during sure the air we'll of the 6th. We may get into that in this episode, right? Yeah, I'm sure we will. I'm trying to think what else went on during the, our off-season here. Uh, shows, podcasts. I don't think I, I didn't go to any shows. I was quiet. A lot of football. A lot of eating. A lot of cooking. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> All right, I think that's it. I thought we'd have a lot more to catch up on, but I guess we don't. We didn't do much. Fuck it. <laughs> I was. You said the show was good. Uh, New Year's Evil. Yeah, uh, it's a little disjointed because I think they were way they like back the songs into midnight. Yeah. So like they don't want a song at midnight, you know. So that was like there's a little bit of. Did they do a countdown there? Yeah, they had it on the TV. Okay, I wish they were doing it like. Like a host or something. Like drop Matt, Matt Nips from the <laughs> yeah, ceiling. Do something goofy with it. <laughs> um, yeah, they just put on the TV and yeah. then they played a couple songs after that. So. Okay. That is tough to do, but I mean, that's the nature yeah. of Yeah. I think that's a hard hard one to do, especially shows are usually over, you know, by midnight or a little bit after midnight. Yeah. So I like to have like this big thing happen and then you're like, all right, everyone's going to go home now. Like, yeah, yeah, no, that's kind of weird. They may have played like two songs after that. Yeah. But it was a good mix. Like, they. For being on the nostalgia train that everyone's accusing mm-hmm. everyone of doing lately, like they did a good mix of that era up to maybe Wicked. Maybe they did one or so, two songs from there. I mean, that's um, still way back in the tank. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, for sure. It's not like they're doing anything off the newest yeah. ones, but uh, no, it was, it was a good set list. So everyone looked like they're having a good time. If you go to our Instagram, I think there's still some videos up there mm-hmm. for that. 
Drive-by open. They did good. Boondocks did good. You love you some boonie. So it was it was well worth it. Well worth the trip. Yeah. Hung out with Pittsburgh Steve and his girlfriend. Uh, hung out with Bobby. Hung out with... Did I see anyone else there? Reggie uh, make the trip? Did you spot I him? did not see Reggie. <laughs> Deck Wendelt was in the house. Okay. There were some other listeners there. Like, oh, yeah? Yeah, there were some people. Nice. Who, who were, two or three people came up to me and they're like... Are you from Indianapolis? And I'm like, no. And it's like, oh, oh, you look just. I'm like, oh, fuck. you look like an Indianapolis. I hate that. I, that always happens. You look like you're from Indianapolis, and you sound like you're 400 pounds. That's what I'm, I think. It was 600 pounds. That's 600 pounds. Son of a bitch. <laughs> and then I'm sure we'll talk about it, but we have lots of stuff coming up in the Juggalo future too. So. Yeah, we're uh, almost on the road to uh, Astronomicon. Lots of lots of nonsense to come in the future, but. That's not what we're here for right now. The nonsense we're here for is the Wraith. And episode zero is generally where we go over kind of the lead up to the season. Yeah. And it's just a little test run of what we got going on. Knock off the rust. <laughs> Get everyone a feel for what we do here. So how, where do you want to start? Do you want to go with the timeline or do you want me to go with uh, the different... I guess timeline does work because then everything else is like actually what came out. Yeah. Right? So... Do we need uh, a brief overview of what the Joker cards are? You think? Is anyone fuck. here who doesn't know why the sixth is the sixth? I mean, that's a very good call. I wouldn't have even thought of that, but... <laughs> yeah, sure, maybe. Do you want to uh, spearhead that? Or no, do you, I, want... I, you lead. I sprinkle. Okay. I like, I like to throw something in your lap and then walk away. Uh, very long story short, ICP came out with Carnival of Carnage in 92. Yeah, this isn't a Carnival of Carnage season. Yeah, no, so. that was a, if they didn't know it at the time, it quickly turned into the first of a deck of six Joker card albums mm-hmm. that were loosely tied together in a loose-fitting theme. Yeah, it definitely picked up steam Maybe Riddlebox on, like the theme, more so than those first two. Yeah, very much like the Undertaker's streak. Yeah. <laughs> you you kind of happily re- fell into it. You didn't realize it was happening until it was like actually <laughs> yeah. happening. Like, now I'm trying to think. Uh, now we're idiots because we don't know this. We didn't do the background on this part. On the inside of Carnival of Carnage, does it straight up say it's one of six or does... The reissue does. I don't remember if the OG version does. Or if they just sprinkle into... Yeah, that's... Fuck, I don't... Whatever. <laughs> we'll get to that when we get to Carl Cards, goddammit. But uh, the idea behind the Joker cards is that each one had its own unique, obviously, picture and story and lore. And so, man, I don't even know when we're going to get into this. Probably at the very, very end here of the season. But it was... It led up to, they were always like, what's going to happen after sex? Are we going to do another sex? Are we going to quit? Is everyone going to drink the Kool-Aid like fucking uh, Jonestown? Like, what is going to happen after the end of the story? So for 10 years, people were looking forward to the last chapter of the Joker card story. So Yeah, because um, at some point it says in the booklets the end of time will consume us all so then that was the big it became a mythical thing where everyone made up their stories of what it is like are they prophets (laughs) I see people gonna kill themselves that was always one that was tossed around like especially pre-internet days like or early internet days where you don't have a lot of like pre-social media for sure you're coming up with these theories and tossing around the playground as you'd say like word of mouth and the I feel like the (laughs) 
word of mouth. I feel like the, are they going to kill themselves? Water cooler talk amongst the juggalos. <laughs> Fago cooler talk. I feel like uh, the ICP might kill themselves at the end of the Joker Cars. Always like the rumor that that was the Garden City high school <laughs> for sure. Quick overview of the Carnival Carnage original tape. I don't see it, but it could be buried in the fine print if it is. But nonetheless, the fine print. I would think it'd be <laughs> inside the spine. Yeah. Nonetheless, uh, like you said, I think if they more happily fell into it. That'd be more of a question for them that they'll never answer. Yeah, or they <laughs> knew it was coming, but they just didn't put it like in the front booklet. center. Yeah. yeah, there you have it. It was a six-chapter series, and we are on the sixth Almighty card. People are waiting for this for ten years. The hype leading into this. I mean, we'll get to it. I think as we talk through the timeline, what's happening. The hype leading into this was astronomical. Astronomical in the, jug- in the, in the Juggalo circle, at least in my eyes. Um, that reminds me, I need to tell you something, but we can't do it here. Yeah, and it's kind of funny because it's so, again, we talked about this earlier, about how my memory is so good about some stuff and so bad about others. I know there was hype around this for everyone, but I don't remember like my personal hype. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh yeah, it's coming. But maybe it's because I was like a little older that yeah. I'm like, ah, fuck, whatever, it's going to happen. Like, I don't, I don't know. It's strange that I... I I understand the hype and I know it was there but like I can't if we asked everyone to call in with like hey what were your feelings leading up to it Mm -hmm. I knew it was a big deal I knew I wanted the next CD but I wasn't like what's gonna happen next I I don't know I just didn't have that I was um, I'm trying to think when that hype like kicked in because like Jekyll comes out and like okay that's the last one before Jekyll drop ball (laughs) but I don't remember like that being on like oh I can't wait to hear this next one like when that I think when they started mentioning like leading up to it and like oh we're about to like make it that's when the hype rolled and it was like maybe a year of it that that hype built at least for me personally thinking about it and then when the fucking seminar happened I was like full blown this I can't wait to see what the hell this is (laughs) I was fully engaged of course you were (laughs) so yeah that's the story of the six joker cards yes just a little backstory case, you know, someone... That's fair. We have not... We've done a Juggalo podcast for two years. Never touched a Joker's card. So we might as well <laughs> talk about what a Joker's card is. I mean, you wonder... We've mentioned TikTok blowing it up for, like, younger kids. Do you think there's some... I mean, there's got to be some young kids who like them and have no idea of this... 100%. Joker card series. It's not in me, because when I like something, I feel like I need to go study yeah, all of it. All like, out. I'm not just going to go watch... I don't know one random episode of the Twilight Zone mm-hmm. and just be done with it. Like, oh, now I've got to go to the first <laughs> season and watch them all. Yeah. Like, a podcast, I have to listen to them all. I can't imagine listening to a... Maybe I do it, though. So I, I, maybe it just comes with age. Or it just depends well, on like, how... it's hard, because other artists, you could listen to them in one album, and, like, there's not this, like, big mythology they yeah. built behind. And, like, there's a second deck now. But, like, it doesn't have the same... I mean, maybe it does for people. I don't know. It just doesn't seem like they even put in the, the hype train behind those as they did from like like I said Riddlebox to this it felt like they really yeah. pushed that story yeah uh, it's, it's interesting it's, I, I would love to talk to younger Juggalos about this what they know about Sikosin, or just what yeah what they even like think about it is it just albums to them it's gotta be yeah is it just albums to you now no it still has a little bit in there really I mean it's not like it was but it still brings a little bit you were were you like wow Yum Yum is the fifth coming out like I can't believe it's the fifth one Yum Yum might be the sixth because I was loving it it's got the Diamond Rain vibes to it to me 
I'm just saying, I don't think you were counting down. No, modern ones, no. But I'm saying, looking back at these six, I still get that like nostalgia vibe of like, oh man, these were those six ones that told this story that I was so heavily invested in. Yes. <laughs> All right. So that's the six Joker cards. That is. Hope you liked it. We'll see you next week. <laughs> so <laughs> what do you want to touch on next? Leading up to it? Yeah, should we discuss them getting ready to get into the sixth? Sure. Is this your timeline here? Yeah, this is a vague timeline. I'm sure there's a lot more to it, but this is my kind of the kickoff, I'd say, to the um, Wraith era. Yes, this is, I, you're right. This is to the era. There may be specific things in there that maybe we'll sprinkle in or we'll talk about at a later time, yeah. but this is a very brief overview of the time frame mm-hmm. of what which we're talking and i start this off with hatcher rising because i think they themselves called it the era of the six jokers cards starting with this because on that tour they dropped the silhouette after icp set of the six the outline of the artwork so it wasn't the artwork as you see it now it was just a silhouette yeah backdrop and remember when that tour went on they're like do not bring cameras do not share it and Chris is pre-Jack White, like the little lockbox on your phone. Well, you didn't have phones back then. Jesus Christ. But yeah, they were like... They Pretty didn't, a lot. Yeah. They, <laughs> they didn't de- crack down on it, but they definitely were like pushing it. Like, hey, do not take pictures. Do not share this. Let everyone yeah. experience this as the tour rolls into their yeah, town. Yeah, and now... God, it's so funny to think about that era. Like, it was hard to get cameras in regardless. Yeah, the little, like, twist one. Yeah. Or the disposable boys. But, like, were they even harder in this tour I really feel like they were trying to get you not to like you said yeah they but pushed like, it but I don't think they had people in the crowd like grabbing their cameras or nothing they just yeah, kind of frowned upon yeah more like have the jugglers police themselves because people were like hey don't you fucking take that picture yeah because that really works <laughs> but I went to the Hatch you, Rising tour you, you say you say juggalos policing themselves I say letting the inmates run the <laughs> asylum <laughs> <laughs> this is a good start to the season. Yeah. Um, but no, you're right. Like, that was a. Uh, God, I can't believe that was the first. Did the first show of that tour, that was the first time that happened? Yeah, so that's 9 2001 that's is when crazy. that tour kicked off. So we went to Hollow Wicked a month later. I can't remember if I seen it online. Like, because I know it showed up online. Yeah. I don't know if I seen it before we went. I can't recall. Neither do I. But I also don't remember seeing it at Halloween. I do remember seeing it. Of course you do. It's burned in your brain. I remember I was super close and I could see it like hanging. So maybe I did see it for the first time. I remember like trying to look and peek what it is. Trying to cheat. <laughs> trying to cheat the system. I'll, we'll get to how I didn't cheat and you did cheat when we come to this. I later. 100%. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure I 100% cheated. But, anyways, yeah. That was the kickoff to the Wraith era. Each Joker's card has their era. We try to try to decide when it starts and stops. Well, Jay himself online said the, the, the kickoff for the Wraith is the Hatcher Rising tour. So they showed the outline, but they never said the name until we're gonna, what we're going to get to. That's weird that they went nine months without saying the It was the just name. the, yeah. God, that doesn't seem right. But it, it has to be. But it just that seems weird. Yeah, because that's when they first said it, right? Cause yeah. It, yeah, I agree. Well, that was in September the tour kicked off. Rolled through a few months. We've seen it in Detroit for Hollow Wicked. Which, uh, if you go back in our archive, we've touched on in different episodes. We've talked about this particular era, Halloween 2001, oh, yeah. in 
the Blaze season, <laughs> in the Pendulum season, yeah. and in our Hallowicked mini season. Yeah. So lots of coverage. Yeah, if you want to know everything about Hallowicked 2001, multiple stops for sure. That episode, those three episodes of the single, we literally didn't talk about the Wraith. <laughs> <laughs> we <laughs> saved. We we had we ideas about, for seasons. We said we'll save that we for the sixth. No, we didn't. <laughs> I see what you did there. I understand. Every really bomb-ass idea we had, we said, no, nah, we'll save that for the six. Actually, I said it rolled around for months. It only was a two-month tour. It was September, that October, crazy, into, into November. Um, in the very beginning. So uh, that tour kicks off. And then to start start the year 2022, the year of the Wraith, that's what we call it. The year I, of the Wraith. ICP. Not the year of the rat, the year of the fucking whatever. It was the year of the Wraith. Yeah, the year of the Wraith, 2022. 2022, 2022. 2002. So, who would have thought we'd find out that ICP would go into hiding on local Detroit sports talk radio show, Parker and the Man. Come on, as Rob Parker says. Come on, Stoney. So, they were on the Parker and the Man show. And Rob Parker and Mark Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> they were on local Detroit sports radio discussing, we've talked about this in the pendulum season 100%, the benefit show for a uh, ham traffic teacher, big yeah. time wrestling, ran by Ruboy. So, they're on the show promoting that. And as they were promoting, they said, this will be our last public appearance at this wrestling show. After that, we're going to go into hiding and record the sixth. I can't imagine... Rob Parker had any fucking idea what these two gl- no. <laughs> these two clowns are talking about, but they announced on this local sports talk show that's when they're going to go into hiding. So a little funny note that I, I found can't believe there. that was like the only place that they mentioned it, but it is funny that they mentioned it there. <laughs> uh, they do they do post it on their website, but that's where they first like because the post on insaneclownposse.com references the Parker and the Man show as that they announced it like the next day. If anyone doesn't know, all the controversies around Rob Parker, <laughs> local sports columnist and radio personality. He's like a national personality now, which is crazy. He's bounced around, yeah. In 2004, he wrote a column that called Hank Aaron a coward. <laughs> uh, he reported incorrectly about the Michigan State fight. I remember with the, that. the hockey team versus yeah. the football team. <laughs> Uh, he asked Rod Marinelli a shitty question and got talked down. <laughs> oh, talked about oh, because Marinelli's son-in-law was the defensive coordinator. <laughs> Pulled Brian Ferentz. <laughs> and he said, do you wish that your daughter had married a better defensive coordinator? <laughs> That's fantastic. And then he resigned shortly after that. <laughs> and then it looks like he had some uh, comments about Robert uh, RG3. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen it. Like, I don't watch much national like ESPN stuff but I feel like I've seen him pop up here and there on those things yeah he had a wow <laughs> uh, yeah he it was not shocking but he definitely at a certain point would just say random shit yeah. and get in trouble all the time I feel like it's the era too for that for everything just to be like push buttons push the envelope as they say he co in the barber shop on 7 Mile <laughs> yes I don't remember that well if Jalen Rose when he got his hair cut there can't get a fade every day, as he said in the Fab Five documentary. <laughs> uh, okay, well, that's our... Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's when they disappeared, beginning of uh, January. And then... Do we want to talk about how he says it in the book? Uh, or are we talking about the book somewhere else? Yeah, we could talk about that here, because he does bring it up, right? Yeah, so if you just want me to go off of what I remember. Yeah. Um, 
after the tour of the Hatchet Rising, <laughs> or the Hatchet Rising <laughs> the tour, Hatchet Rising. <laughs> we, uh, as Jay says in his book, him and Shaggy literally like went to the office one day, and Alex and Billy kind of sat him down, and they were like, "So, what are we doing with the sixth? And him and Shaggy were like, "I, I don't know." If you listen to it on the audiobook, he kind of dances around the kayfabe of like, oh, the fucking Dark Carnival didn't give it to it us. Told like, us yeah. <laughs> so he's like, uh, we didn't really have anything. We were just running on fumes and we just had nothing, no ideas. Yeah. And Alex came up with the idea of like, you guys are going to just get out of the limelight, go into hiding. Mm-hmm. That's going to be our story. And that's when you're going to record the sex. Yeah. But really it was them like, getting their fucking ideas straight. <laughs> it was that simple. Knowing their names and image was as easy as knowing our own. Not this time around, I guess. Alex and the rest had a strategy planned out for us. Take some time off and get yourselves together. We're going to give you guys a long-ass break. We'll say that ICP has gone into hiding. You guys won't do one single interview, photo, or anything until The Gathering 2002. Then you guys can come back fully charged, fully reloaded, and ready to do that damn thing. I mean, last season, the pendulum, we ran through like the, everything leading up to that, that year, this year, 2022, or 2002. And like, yeah, we were going through all those episodes month by month. We're like, man, they were doing a lot of shit. Like, there was two tours during that, yeah. multiple like albums and singles and the comic book itself and all these things. So, yeah, they were, I could see them being run down by the time they got to like this. Just Len and Jay is, as we'll get to it, is like health is a mess at that point he's yeah. overweight and whatnot so yeah i could see that being the real case i don't think in the actual book he g- gets into that like conversation i think that was just one just of the, on the audio, the audio tangents because i don't even have a note for that yeah it was just funny how he mentioned that yeah like, yep yeah you need to not get your shit straight but that was just his clearing up yeah and then it went into his health yeah which dive into that yeah on on the book he discusses how he uh he said he was sitting there on the couch eating one of his favorite uh, cheese bowl yeah, like, things or whatever he yeah, makes. it was like sour cream and something else. And I'm like, what? Which I think on one of those like Patreon shows That's during COVID, I feel like he made that. I don't know if it's the same thing, but he made some fat like food thing. Yeah, like that. it was like the very first episode yeah. was the, the kitchen. Yeah, he uh, mentioned he was sitting on his couch and he stood up and like went to the bathroom and like got a glimpse of himself in the mirror and was like, who, like, this isn't who I was, whatever. And then he just said, he just started walking, running, like, seeing how far he could push himself. And then as we'll get to, you know, discussing the Wraith, that became his thing through all the recordings that he'd put on the headphones and listen to the masters and just keep yeah. walking and walking. So, yeah, we'll get to that, I'm sure, down the line. Getting in shape, and then when he appears, and everyone's like, holy shit, yeah, <laughs> who is yeah. this guy? Definitely a different character, yeah. for sure. On the, the train of Alex telling them to sit down, on 121 on ISP.com, they have a cryptic post that says Jay drops off a letter inside of uh, uh, Psychopathic Studios and I'll try to read it here it's hard to read his handwriting he says we have officially begun recording the six jokers card I can assure you that this record will be nothing that you've expected I can assure you that they were not <laughs> recording it at that point <laughs> well it was early uh, I guess it could have been January a months, uh... they might have been writing it you know they weren't recording probably getting getting the ideas on paper he says, we will not let one juggalo down, not one. 
we cover all grounds, all feelings, all anger. The six will make you, will take you from the carnival to Jekyll. We'll also cover all new sounds by ICP. And then this is a, this was the big news out of this. Mikey Clark will have absolutely nothing at all to do with the six Jokers card. I'm yeah, sorry to announce this. I can't believe that this. they like brought that up at this point. Yeah. that's strange to me. He says um, the reasons are many. We feel that Mike Clark has somewhat grown apart from what ICP is. He is still our homie, and will always that will never change. But as for making music together, the future is uncertain. A large collaboration of producers are being used in the six, but mainly Mike Peasy is. Uh, Making most of the music along with me and Shaggy, and then that's all I have because page two of this letter disappears. <laughs> but <laughs> what a historian! That's when, uh, if anyone has the second page, pass along. We'll update it in the liner notes at the end. That's another thing, you know. When you follow us all to the end, you'll get to fixes. So, yeah, maybe we have a whole season to find page two. But the big news out of that is Mike Clark is not going to record the sixth. Um, if you follow along to the five Joker cards. He is basically member three of the Insane Clown Posse when it yeah. comes to the Joker cards. I can get into, we have a, I have a few quotes here from Mike Clark and Alex Abyss discussing it, if you'd like. Oh, yeah, sure. So Mike Clark was online asking about, or Mike Clark, Alex Abyss was on ISP.com getting asked about the sixth and why Mike Clark is not on it. And he says, there is one reason Mike Clark is not working on the sixth Joker card. Mike Clark decided not to work on the sixth Joker's card. There are many possibilities why Mike Clark might have decided not to. One possible theory is Mike won't be on the sixth is a lawsuit that Mike has had with Island Records over royalties. And he says, ISP and Psychopathic have nothing to do with this. It's strictly high-level business between Mike and Island. <laughs> Another possible reason is Mike just be tired of working on ICP stuff and wants to work on something new and different. Maybe the stress and player hatred of working with the world's most hated band is too much for him. <laughs> so then he goes to work with fucking Kid Rock. <laughs> well, at that time, he was just a fun-loving guy. No, I know. I'm just... Then he says, maybe the Dark Carnival stuff, especially now that the Six Jokers card has gotten too spooky. <laughs> Regardless, <There we> go. <laughs> ICP and Mikey Clark had a long talk and decided that they are homies and always will be, but it just wouldn't work on music together. Then he says, if Mike changes his mind and wants to work on the Six Jokers card... You can bet that ICP was super quick to bring him in the studio, but until then, ICP and Psychopath respect his choice. Wish him the best in his future endeavors. He didn't say that. He said wish him best in whatever he does. (laughs) If he wants to come back and do a remix of both albums, (laughs) we'll bring him in. But it's interesting that he says it could be high-level stuff between him and Island. Super random thing. I don't remember that being a thing at all. I think it's too spooky for Mike Clark. That's probably more (laughs) of... No... Oh, fuck. Let me, let's recap. Yeah. Let's go backwards. Okay. So we're talking, this is, we'll call it January of 02. He decided not to work on the yeah. Six Jokers card. Why did he stop working on Dark Lotus a half a year before this? Right. So there was some crack in the armor six, nine months ago. Yeah. He didn't just stop working on the biggest psychopathic album of all time right they had to pick it up and then they're like eh, eh maybe he'll work on the sex yeah. like if feels it's just me speculating hearsay I don't know anything about this feels like Jay was enjoying Mike P's sound and just watched Mike P's sound for <laughs> six I don't know <laughs> yeah I mean I just wonder what caused I mean Mike Clark to stop the yeah at the beginning from Lotus right maybe that's when he got scared I mean, maybe he did the seance. It was like, this shit's fucking for real. Yeah. I got crows pecking on my car window. I'm out of here. <laughs> maybe that's what happened. That's highly possible. I'd, I'd go with that. You're <laughs> right. Most likely scenario. So one more little point here. We have Mike Clark's rebuttal 
on why he wasn't on the six. Where was this from? Mike Clark's uh, website okay. back in. I think this was might have been after the six. I don't have a timestamp on this, but this was him just clearing up his side of the story. He says, okay, let me clear up this up one bit. Even though I hate talking about psychopathic shit on the B4 <laughs> record site. But anyway, first of all, I did get rid of most of my ICP stuff. Didn't have room for it. However, I still have the wall and the funhouse door. Stay tuned. I don't know what that means. Uh, there was a door that they either like. From the basement where they were recording? Yeah. I just didn't go. No, I said stay tuned. Like, is he even going to bust it out? sold it? Or? Yeah. yeah. Oh, he said maybe going for sale. Should have continued reading. Good job. Anyways, he goes, now I did tell Jay I want to do the six, all of the six, or nothing, because I didn't like the way Dark Lotus came out. I had no control over that record. And I didn't want this to happen to what I thought would be the most important record, the sixth. That, unfortunately, was the last time I talked to Jay. I guess they had half the record already done with Mike P. Finally, I just said I couldn't do it. So as far as Hell's Pit is concerned... I don't know shit about that record. <laughs> is that supposed to be the six part two? All in all, I wish they would have just left the ICP stuff to me and let Mike P do all the other stuff. Oh, well, that's just my opinion. All right. <laughs> Didn't Mike P tell us that Mike Clark said that he's glad that it was him? Like he wouldn't have trusted it to anyone else? I think he, he said, yeah, if anyone was going to yeah, do it. He I alluded to yeah. that. I thought that's what he said. Obviously, it's going to be a, a thing. Uh, and like I said, and Mike told me this. He was like, I'm, you know, and we've talked about it a bunch. And he's like, he, he said that he was he was always glad that I was the one that, that took over. Because he left completely for a while. For a while, we were going, you know, doing different things, like working on things together. And then he left completely. Well, that's nice. Go back and listen. Yeah, those two don't have, like, a, a problem with each other. Just, yeah, did, wasn't he saying that they're cool now and, like, I thought talking. so, yeah. And like, I mean, that was 20 years ago, so you would hope. Yeah, I think they're all kind of in the mix now. I could see that being the case. So like, Jay wanted other sounds and had some recorded with Mike P and thought he'd have Clark too. Because on that letter, he says a whole host of producers, which I think it's just basically Mike P producing the That's entire album. The whole thing is just yeah. the three of them. I know yeah, they have so. like, you know, we'll go through when we get to the songs, other people mastering and things of that nature but but not like straight making up. the music itself yeah it's Mike P so maybe the original plan was to have a multitude of people and Mike Clark being one and Mike Clark just didn't want to he, I mean you did the five before that so I could see why you'd want to do the sixth yeah well I don't know yeah but that's the story between those two up until this point excellent yes that's why I'm a juggle historian so where's page two <laughs> I'm working on it digging I want to see you get the microfiche at the, at the library or the thing on the stick. <laughs> reading the Metro Times on the stick. <laughs> Every, like, sweet uh, FBI when they're in the dark library scanning through the old newspapers. Yeah. I found it. Or just have, like, the big screen, like, where they're moving shit around, like, it's the futuristic, and it's like, that shit they have. Maybe I'll reach out to Jump Steady or Alex Biss. Maybe they have it in the archives still. They're probably very busy. Right next to that letter. <laughs> Right next to that letter from Riders announcing that Red Dirty is coming <laughs> That's out. That's what that reminded me <laughs> That's of. 100% like the same thing. Jesus. A lot uh, of dropping off letters. <laughs> it's pre-email. No, it wasn't. It was definitely um, not pre-email. So, we have a huge jump here in my little timeline of what was going on. They're in hiding, you know, so we don't see them. Uh, Jay in his book, though, kind of during this time, the Mirror Mirror Tour is going on. Jay in the book mentions how he enjoyed that... He could go in hiding and hang out on the bus with Twisted and hang and like watch from afar of yeah. like basically saying like, oh, they followed us. Now they're on tour and they're taking blades with them and doing that. So that was kind of cool hearing him talk about that experience of like, oh, 
shit, I could just hang out and tour and watch like yeah. these guys who are on the label doing the same thing we used to do. And a lot of that from the book was also him talking about the recording, the the walking, yeah. the friendships. Like, yeah, it's not specific to the album, but yeah, we'll get there's more a the, gap there. We'll get more into sure. the recording. Um, on 6-12-2002, ICP.com announced that ICP will return from hiding and their first appearance will be at the seminar at the gathering. They'll answer all questions regarding the 6th. And so they're like, Who's going to be on it? They go, all these uh, amazing guests on it. And I do remember that, thinking like, oh, they're going to have all these, like, it's going to be Bone Thugs. And then when they announce it, it's just the Psychopathic Artists, which makes sense. It's yeah. your big six. But they kind of hyped that there was going to be all these artists on it. And there's not. And, yeah. and they also mentioned their new look that everyone's talking about. And I'm like, who is all talking about this new look outside of you, like, kind of playing the Easter egg that there's going to be a new yeah. look? Yeah. But I thought that was just funny. Two little notes in they, their post. They tend to do that. <laughs> there's a whatever there's a <laughs> don't get me started and then yeah the next when uh, man we need to save this for like a future episode yeah. when was the seminar uh 7 19 2002 so it was the friday so it legitimately was the first thing that they did that was their first appearance because then they performed as lotus that night so their fir- very first appearance on the grounds is... That's crazy that uh, they had a big seminar like that early yeah. on. Usually it makes sense, like, though, because you're going to be gone all, you know, in hiding the whole weekend. But usually, like, your main event yeah. is late. Like, That's know, what I was trying to figure out. I thought I was reading that there was a second seminar. I don't remember that, though. I don't think there was. So there's always, like... A, see, maybe I'm getting a one That's, like, later two. ones, though, like mystery ones. Yep. Later one, it was O2. <laughs> I was saying the later ones had the mystery ones, right? Like uh, there was a mystery one where it was Shaggy, like without his face paint. Okay. Um, I thought it was with him and his brother. Actually, I feel like I remember that too. Now um, that. But I think that was O two. Maybe that was O one. Like it's just it's weird that usually you main event right. your, your mystery seminar, your big ICPs, whatever at the end. Mm-hmm. I understand obviously why this was first. Yeah. But yeah, that's just a strange. Maybe they just line. flopped and put Twisted in that day because Twisted was still you know big at that time so well, they like, had okay. like they had the, the one without the face paint did yeah. you go to the one with me for Sabu <laughs> that's a that's a scary story for us we me and Steve went because our buddy Chris was at the pool oh yeah <laughs> and he was oh, like fuck. where is he well, like, we just left he came back and he was reading a book in the dark <laughs> scary as hell <laughs> I forgot about that yeah. I forgot what year that was I don't know why we didn't just walk to the pool and be like hey we're gonna go we just left <laughs> was that him or was that Vampiro that was the Sabu one. Because we asked, we specifically asked him about the bootleg tape we have where he, someone pulls off his turban, he jumps the guardrail, just beats the piss out of him. <laughs> and he laughed and like talked about that, which That's was awesome. <laughs> yeah, I was definitely at a seminar with him. So that had to be it. Yeah. <laughs> Sanchez listens to this. I, I didn't leave you behind. <laughs> I'm sorry, Sanchez. I love you. All right. Uh, yeah, Sorry. that was my last point, though, was 719, was the seminar, where they debut the new face paint, they reveal the artwork, they explain, you know, their whole mythology, we'll get to that down the line, but, yeah, that that's my general timeline, leading into the, the recording, and we'll get into there. I guess we could just jump into the recording, some of the stuff that he mentions in the book, if you want. Yeah, I mean, if you have it. Yeah. Unless it's song-specific. No, these are just notes, so he mentions that it was recorded in four locations. Let me, let me do them. If I Guess. remember off the top of my head, yeah. is Dallas? Yep. Nashville? Yep. Vegas? Yep. Are we counting the Lotus Pod? Yeah, the Detroit. Hell, <laughs> man. <laughs> Nailed them all. So I made just little bullets 
for each. Just little tidbits that I thought would little cell blocks, give a little, little <laughs> give a little background to the recording system. In Dallas, you mentioned they stayed at a dumpy budget in suites. That was a walking distance from the recording studio. And with him, with him, with them, they, them, the Dark Carter in general, uh, Sin, Mike P, Lil Pig, Sabu, and Matt Lethal were hanging out for those recording sessions. Who's Matt Lethal? That I don't know. Neither do I. Uh, sounds like a wrestler. I feel like he was like a a UFC fighter. Really? Like he was a not maybe not real UFC. Just a cage like, fighter. Than yeah, that kind of rings a bell. Well, while they were in Dallas, he talked about how it was cool that they're in the hiding still because Sabu wrestled Shaggy under a mask yep. at a local show. And I'm like, I wonder if that any footage or. There's no way. Yeah, like, not, that's not in that era. That's funny that he just popped up and wrestled him at a random local show. Did he talk in the? I'm sorry. Are you skipping out of Dallas yet, or are you? No, done? there's just a couple more notes in yeah, Dallas. Sorry, I, I, if I, I'll add on. Yeah, if you, you know, add. Sorry. He mentions how in Dallas they had motorized scooters and they cruised Dallas all night. The crew. I'm like, <laughs> could you imagine seeing the those app Sabu on a little motorized scooter? You're all taking the tour of like where Kennedy's <laughs> thing, well, the motorcade was. And you're like, Jesus Christ, who's this uh, fuck? The one other note from Dallas is, and we'll we'll share the photo of this because that's the that was in the book, I believe. The tree they all hung out. And smoke weed under in between recording. There was a giant, massive tree. He said it was like this the aura that hang under this big tree that was in the middle of this uh, all concrete. And they'd all hang out. And there's a picture of everyone like yeah. hanging from the tree and stuff. There are some cool pictures in, uh, uh, in the book yeah. from that era. But those are notes from Dallas. Do you have anything else on Dallas? Um, I th- from Dally? <laughs> um, I really thought there was, but maybe we save that until. The actual song. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't anything song-specific. I kept those separate for... Okay. Yeah, there, there's a song-specific one about a lyric. Yeah. Yeah. So, I saved that for... I okay. know what you're talking about. We're on the same wavelength. All right. We usually <laughs> are not. Uh, as evident by everything we talked about today, <laughs> we were not, so... Um, Vegas. Only a couple notes here. He mentioned that they were greeted with a Welcome to Vegas box in the studio that was full of three different kinds of finest Kelly weed. The ninja pulled out a wooden box for us, and inside the box, there were three ounces of weed. Three different types of California's finest bud. <laughs> yes, I remember that. Like, pure, we haven't discussed that. This is just pure Jay is stoned all day, every day. Era. So he does mention that this is right around the time Blaze got him to smoke for the first time, <laughs> and then it was just game on. God, we'll have to share some of the Purple Show highlights of them like recording the homies we don't stuff we'll get to that when we get to homies because that's there's a ton of like six footage on yeah on the purple show um he mentioned that he would walk vegas at night he said he found an abandoned neighborhood around the airport that like they bought out to like you know yeah. have the planes and he just said he'd walk up and down these dark streets i mean how'd you get in there hop the fence or something i always when he started ta- telling that story i thought it was the um What's like the graveyard of the old like Vegas oh, signs? Yeah. I thought that's what it. But then it was like neighborhood. Yeah, I'm, it was I'm like a straight like, neighborhood. They bought out and was gutted. Like one of those movies that's like like a Twilight Zone yeah. where it's just fucking empty. It's like, like where they test a nuclear bomb. Nuclear yeah. bomb. <laughs> it's like so weird. That's not where I thought he was going with that yeah. story. Nashville. He said legs giant. Legs giant. <laughs> legs diamond joined the crew when they hit Nashville to lay down some vocals on the on. Obviously, we'll get to him in there. He said when they would leave the hotel, they'd walk the train tracks to the studio every day and drink fresh spring water out of the mountains, which is such a funny like note. <laughs> That's funny when you say that, because I thought that would have been Colorado, which is why I can't believe it, because I know they did, like, they recorded Bizarre Bizarre in yeah. Denver, right? So, like, when I was listening to that, I'm like, oh, they're in Denver. Yeah. But now that you just said that, where is, I guess it depends on where it's you It's the Rocky are. Mountains, yeah. 
It's not the Rocky Mountains, you dickhead. Not Rocky Mountains, the Smoky Mountains. <laughs> is that even the Smoky? Is that yeah. The, that's not the Appalachian? No, so, well, Appalachian goes in the Smoky. Sm- this isn't a fucking mountain range <laughs> podcast. What do you want from me? <laughs> this isn't a geography <laughs> podcast. <laughs> but the Smokies are in Nashville. Yeah, okay. And then the other note from Nashville is, while he was walking, listening to some of the masters, <laughs> he got a phone call from Esham, and they squashed oh, their yeah. beef, long-standing beef, on and off, always. And uh, they decided that it's, instead of being two separate lanes in the underground, let's combine our forces. And he, that's when uh, Esham decided to join Psychopathic, which doesn't get announced till the gathering, because I remember You're marking right. out hard. I was walking the concourse, and Esham was there, and I was like, are you signing the Psychopathic? Like, I'm fucking Mark. <laughs> 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 and he just, like, laughed and nodded, and I was like, Esham said, He's signing. <laughs> and you're like, here's my fly- here's my flyer. You come be on our CD. We still haven't shared that yet. Do you know who Nightcrawler is? <laughs> um, yeah, they talk about that in the audio thing too. Yeah, about how uh, they had it all agreed upon, but it wasn't announced until because I remember that was a big deal too when he yeah. showed up on stage. Oh, he had like the, so re- the real life jacket yeah. on. I think I asked him when I was talking to him at the concourse where I can get one of those. You would ask him that today if you saw him. <laughs> I still need a real life product shirt. One day. I want that old thing back. Okay. Anyways. That's that's the notes I have from the recording sessions. All right. Yes. Well, that's a lot of good stuff. And there are some like other song tidbits. There's at least two that I know of yeah. that we will talk about when we get to said song. Which one is coming up pretty soon, I think. So other stuff that we can talk about leading into the sixth. I'm gonna go physical. Okay. Stuff. Usually we save this until the end, like a wrap up of of merch, mm-hmm. and maybe we'll get into more specifics then. But I also think we're going to talk about specifics on each song. Yeah. So still, I, I think it's not a bad idea to like kind of jump in here with some of it, just to show the lead up to it, because we've never had samplers per se. We've had singles. We had the Lotus uh, was like the two thousand one. So and everything we've covered is like. Before it's just an overabundance of items, and even the Joe, no, no Joker. I mean, Malenko had a kind of a lot of singles, but like uh, the Wraith uh, is really like, man, there is a lot going on with this. It's funny that you say that. Where did I? I started writing. No, I was physically writing this down. <laughs> it's in my notebook. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, because you're kind of raw. You're forgetting a lot. Yeah. So yeah, we'll save that. <laughs> but I, I went down that same path. But in the the thought process of the lead up to this, there's also a physical lead up mm-hmm. to it. So we'll just briefly get into all this shit here. They did after the gathering. They must have done a little in store tour, which yeah, they did that weird. God, we didn't even talk about that. I don't know when that came to be. They did a full in store tour where they like had the whole like the truck. Oh and yeah, like the big you, you jumped in semi. and you had to like fly through it. And like, did you go shot. to that? I never went to that. Was that here? I don't remember being here. I would have went, I would have thought. I did, me too. I, I couldn't have been here or we would have gone. I know there was one in Dallas because our boy it, Rhino went. It probably was, like you said, Dallas, Denver, like that side of the country. Yeah, I don't I don't recall it being here. But well, I, now that you mentioned, I remember that being a thing at that era. A ton of pictures. Yeah, maybe we'll talk about that in a future episode. Well, already that have. semi is cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, I can picture just like them, like not with that weird paint. But with, like, the updated one, but Jay was blue and Shaggy was red. Yeah, that's but like, I don't know if you call it the definitive Wraith makeup. More so than it was at the fucking yeah. seminar, where it was like the weird pointy shit. This that, was like a more... That was the test run. Was this the was like a full, normal version, but just different colors. Got the stand-up in the back room there of it. Creepy boy. 
My dog used to bark at it. <laughs> I would too. So yeah, on this tour, on the in-store tour, from what I gathered, there was a Wraith sampler slash psychopathic sampler 2002 mm-hmm. given away first at the LA in-store in August of 2002. Okay. Uh, this sampler included an intro which I don't know what the intro is. I just found intro. <laughs> but we'll, maybe we'll find that for a future episode. Clips from different songs and their history, including uh, House of Horrors, Terrible, If, Bring It On, Ned and Game, Piggy Pie, and My Axe. I always love these type of things. I'm so curious why they pick these songs. Some songs. of them seem so random, doesn't it? Yeah, and those all kind of get mixed in and later ones too so yeah yeah, there must be some reason for those specifically and then we will never die alone which was labeled we will never die Alone." okay uh actually i shouldn't say labeled i really think it was just a singular cd Mm -hmm. i don't even think it had like a case nothing just a fucking blue cd yeah so i don't know that's like official uh... yeah that may have just been labeled in the retro fit with that title Oh, when we get to the merch, we could dive in a little deeper on those things. A little deeper. Uh, And then, so that was in August of 02. In September of 02, the street team finally started putting out the real sixth sampler. Yeah. This had Simple and Blunt. It had a the knock to this remix. Mm -hmm. So it was just, again, just a bunch of songs mixed up. Uh, Had the Juggalo chant. Mm Mm-hmm. Which was what We Will Never Die Alone yeah. became. I don't know. <laughs> and then it had a 22 minute version <laughs> of the seminar from The Gathering 02. Yeah, I didn't. I'm, I'm sure I listened to it back in the day, but I don't remember it was clipped like that. That's so interesting. Yeah, I'm almost, it. almost positive it's only like 22 minutes. Yeah, makes sense to fit on a little CD. Yeah. And then we are talking a multitude mm-hmm. of singles, and we won't even get into all of them, but. There are multiple homies singles. Yeah. There's a Crossing the Bridge single. There's a three-song snippet sampler that came out before all of those that had three songs mm-hmm. that we will talk about because there's some notes in there that we want to we spoil. Yeah. We'll save that. There's a 12-inch single. Yeah. That lots of singles promoting the album mm-hmm. as it came out, trying to get that radio play, as <laughs> I say. And then when the CD finally came out, there were two versions of the Wraith Shangri-La. Uh, one, the audio was the same, but mm. one had the 2002 concert right. DVD and one had the 2002 seminar. DVD. And you didn't know, right? It was blind. No, you had to have. Known. Does it say on the package? I don't. That I don't remember. I bet it's on the sticker. Yeah, it's gotta be. We'll get to that later down the road. And then with all these singles and with the Wraith CD, there's Australian versions. I think it was on is that Shock records yeah so you have fucking people going crazy with eighteen thousand versions of this like why australia was that like a i wonder if that's a distribution thing through their new label that they and they just started touring there like maybe they just yeah i guess they're the old like our australian friends we found from yes (laughs) the pendulum season let us know (laughs) um maybe they just is it easier there is it yeah i don't know like you only have so many places to go like uk europe i want to russia you know uh, japanese obi strip version of the wraith (laughs) i need to bootleg that right now (laughs) yeah i i don't know why there's gotta be a reason why australia is like an easy easy way to do it um and then we'll get into it as we go along but there was a vinyl 
There was a DVD audio with like the Dolby surround That's, sound. I want to get the surround sound in the room upstairs. So it's like perfectly set for that and then get that and just yeah experience it experience <laughs> it then there was a picture disc there was a die cut vinyl yeah we'll get into all those later because they are very specific to each song yeah so just to let you know that before and during the wraith lots and lots of audio goodness yeah to physically get your hands on they definitely were putting in the work to try to make this their biggest release up until that point, I'd say. Which is crazy because Malenko was huge yeah. for multiple reasons. Right. Jekyll came right behind it with, what was that, fourth on yeah, the, that debut on the charts? High. And those all went, you know, platinum and gold. Mm-hmm. So it took time, but they did. Yeah. So yeah, you would think this would go right along with it. Mm. And we'll talk about if it did. Stay tuned. <laughs> A little teaser. Teaser. Yeah. So that's leading up to the Wraith. Yeah. That's pretty much everything about said CD without actually talking about mm-hmm. the music. Do you have anything else that we uh, have to touch on? I could uh, mention here, I have a couple of notes from their website uh, regarding switching from Island to their new label for... Oh yeah, because what did this actually come out on? Red Distribution? It was a Sony-like uh, yeah, collaborate. Yeah, right. So the first announcement about them leaving island i have here it says well every year record labels have to renew their contracts in a way with all the artists on their label and since icp is so underground and down in the dumps in island's eyes they forgot to renew our contract so icp is off island records and are signing right now with none other than atlantic records and guess who's back in the six jokers card julian raymond the hollywood juggalo himself he quit Hollywood and went to Atlantic where ICP is signing. The sixth card will be released sometime in 2022, and soon after, the carnival is coming. So this post was from, like, 2001 or something. They obviously don't go to Atlantic, so I don't know where they... Yeah, is that, like, a uh, <clears throat> offshoot of that for some reason? I thought Red Distribution was Sony. Sony. You you do that research while okay. I read to you their announcement about... Yeah, here it is. Sony's independent distribution arm, so you don't have to do it. All right. It says, we have just closed a deal with Red. Sony's independent distribution arm to distribute the entire current catalog. Okay, why are you telling me this? You ask? Well, have you ever had a problem getting some of the new dope-ass records, such as Jump Steady's Chaos Theory or Hatchet History, 10 Years of Terror? <laughs> are you out in Canada somewhere and cannot find Twist's Mirror Mirror? Well, this deal with Red Music will change all of that. Now, when you say an album will be in stores everywhere, it will actually be in stores everywhere and not get lost in the shuffle. You'll be able to pick up the psychopathic releases in many more stores, including stores north of the border. Yes, that means Canada. So they pushed Canada so far, not Australia. All right. <laughs> This new all, deal makes all it... All of the uh, old British strongholds. <laughs> yeah. Talking 200 years later. They gotta, they're going to the Philippines next. <laughs> they got a French-Canadian version of the Wraith out there. It says this uh, deal will make it hella easy, but you can also hit up our web store. Then they also mentioned that if any of you cable TV-connected juggalos out there have missed ISP music videos for homies, keep an eye on HBO. We'll save that for that. What? I just stumbled that at the very end there. HBO? <laughs> so I'm, I'm saving that note for... Homies. That doesn't make teaser. any sense. Yeah. <laughs> There's no teaser because it didn't happen. There's, so. an, there's a little bit more that they've mentioned. All right. That's all. Red <laughs> distribution. All right. Well, now we know. Now it's half the battle. I feel like I remember when they announced, that was like the post announcement, but I remember them talking about going on red now. I clearly remember them saying Mac 10's on it. <laughs> like that was like their pushing point. I swear I thought they were like, yeah, Mac 10's on red. So like, it's legit. It's gotta be good. <laughs> I mean, I love me some Mac 10. The guppies. Dip, dip, dip. All right. <laughs> I don't think I have anything else. Do we discuss 
Is this about to discuss uh, the release party? Fuck. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Is yeah, that here? I guess Should so. we save that? No, that's fine. Because we're talking about leading up to the to the release of it. So. Yeah. I won't read the whole thing. They mention how they have several sites here to get ready for the release party for Psychopathic's Six Jokers card. The party's going nationwide, so don't you worry, Juggalos. <laughs> party will be next to you. It said the CD party. There you go. You should enjoy that. It says the CD release party. Not album. Oh, exactly. Because they were selling the CD. So they said at the party you'll, you'll be Something able to. They weren't selling the CD. You'll be able to purchase a new album. That's what they oh, say. Nice. Blazing hot off the production line, we will be selling all new Hatchet Gear merchandise for the Six Jokers card. Have a special contest, giveaways, and presents. And best of all, each CD release party will be hosted by a Psychopathic Records guest MC. So they, you know, mentioned to go find them. So would you like me to tell you who said MCs were? Yes. And where they are? Very excited. If you were in Boston, Massachusetts on November 4th at Who's On First. Sounds God, like a, I, we don't need to know where it was. That sounds like a fun place to go. That's where the Insane Clown Posse would oh, have been hosting. Nice. And then the next day, they were in L.A. at the Key Club. Both shows were $10. Boston to L.A. Yeah. That's a fun trip. So I, myself, was here at St. Andrews Hall, Detroit, for the Pajama Jam, Jam, <laughs> whatever the fuck they called it. Twisted were the host MCs there. And the next day... A little short trip down to Peabody's in Cleveland. That's where Twisted was. That show was only $6. Oh, nice. And three... Oh, $6, but $9 at the door if you're under 21. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> the click in Greensboro, North Carolina was $5 and no guest MCs. What the Who fuck? Who that? <laughs> this is jumping the gun, but if anyone listening to this went to any of these shows yeah. and has a story or a ticket stub or a picture or yeah. anything, please let us know. On November 4th at the Expo 5 in Louisville, Kentucky, Esham was the host, and there was a special treat. The Expo 5 has a haunted house open from 2 to 7, so that's a separate event for $6. <laughs> Children, get your parents permission. Those are fun. The sorry. next day at the Emerson Theater in Indianapolis, that's where Esham appeared. Both those shows are $6, by the way. Uh, six, six, six. At Esham. the Castle in Las Vegas, Big Blaze was hosting. Oh, nice. <laughs> Uh, he was $10. Future home of the Raiders. That's yeah. why he was there. <laughs> and then the next day, he went to the Gothic in Denver. Well, so they sent him to some nice weather for a little November season. Oh, sorry, Blaze. The Metro in Chicago was hosted by Eddie Buddy Killa on November 4th. And then Pops in Saugatuck, Illinois, ABK. So he didn't have to leave the state. He got to hang out nice. in the same state. Well, it's fucking seven hours <laughs> apart, but that's okay. The Abyss in Virginia Beach. Here's one for you, the host, your Zelda brother, Island. The, your brother, Abyss? <laughs> your brother, Abyss. Zaga Island hosted yeah. one. Where was that at? Uh, the Abyss of Virginia Beach. Nice. And then the next day, on November 5th, they were in Cincinnati at Bogart's. That one was $10. The one in uh, Virginia should, was 8 Should be. Well, there's five of them. <laughs> I wonder how they were as hosts altogether. It's probably just sin fucking blastered. <laughs> uh, the Gold Star Bar in St. Petersburg, Florida was hosted by Jumpsteady. And then the next day he was in the Mason Jar in Phoenix, Arizona. No, I stand corrected. That was November 5th, uh, November 4th, November 5th was F Fort Lauderdale, Florida. So Jumpsteady also doesn't have to leave the He's state. He's in Florida. Nice. This one right here. This is, I got confused. One day only the Mason Jar in Phoenix, Arizona. Big Alex Abyss was hosting. Nice. <laughs> the High Five in Columbus on November 4th was hosted by the Rue Boy with special guest Sabu. <laughs> What? Okay. Well, Sabu can't host. He doesn't no, talk. No, no, I know. <laughs> then November 5th in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, at the Flat Spin, was Rude Boy and Sabu. One final show. 
not show, party. Not show. November 4th at the Canyon Club in Dallas, Texas. And if you had tickets for the Pontiac Grit, they will be honored at this show. So that one was canceled. But this was hosted by Tom Dub. Oh, my God. Dub. Can you imagine Tom Dub hosted release party? No, I can't. <laughs> so my short story for this revolves you. Yes. And me and a friend of the pod, Steve, were going, and we kept saying, you're going to go to the release party? And you're like, I'm not fucking going to that. And we're like, it's twisted. They're going to do songs, I bet. And they're like, they clearly said, not a concert. I go, yes. yeah, but they also said, it's up to the MC's discretion to do what they want. Twist is going to perform, obviously. Obviously. So we went, paid our $10. It was sold out. So we're like, it's a sold out crowd. This is going to be hype. At St. Andrews? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a thousand people there. They did, sold out was not... Sold, sold out to out. the gills. It was sold out to whatever their tickets were because it was not packed to the gills in there. <laughs> it was like, uh, remember we went to Shooter and it was like sporadically with Joe Kane? Yeah, <laughs> it was, like, yeah, spra- yeah. It was like kind of that full, but it was sold out. Um, hung around maybe an hour. Did you buy the CD there? Did mm-hmm. I already ask you that? No, I bought it ahead of time at uh, Rock of Ages, but I did not listen to it till I left uh, that. That's fine. That's party. fine. I'll get to that later. Uh, yeah, I just want to know if you, where you purchased that. <laughs> yeah. So we were there hanging out. Uh, Twisted came on in the beginning, talked, like, okay, introduced, playing music, 20 minutes go by or so, we're like, oh, what the fuck? They come back out, like, okay, here we go, they're going to perform. Made a couple jokes, uh, Monoxide's in his pajamas, I think Madrox was dressed normal, he wasn't involved in the, <laughs> in the festivities. <laughs> they leave, like, okay, we'll wait next time they're coming out, another 20, 30 minutes where they come out, they're, I think, hammered at this point, <laughs> making <laughs> jokes, we're like, this is it, they're not performing, let's get, to, like, everyone just slowly trickled out. It was very uneventful. The uneventful <laughs> event. Yeah. And then you're like, I told you so. They always hold us over our heads to this day. I feel like, and this is where the time frame gets thrown out. There's no way I had a cell phone at that point. <sighs> oh, too? Yeah. We might have. No, I had my first iPhone in like 08, 09. I thought we had like the little like flip ones too. Like Did we? Tiny. Maybe. Because I feel like I was at Great Lakes Crossing. With my girlfriend at the time. And you were, you guys were calling me, and Tom and Rex were calling me because I think they didn't know how to get somewhere. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe I'm confused now with a different show where he was just asking directions. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Like, it's not even close. But yeah, you both, two independent groups trying to get me to go. And I'm like, no, this is it's terrible. It's not going to happen. And I was right. Yeah. Definitely had phones then, because I remember we were going back to the Sabu seminar. I remember sitting, waiting for him to come on and playing Snake on the old like flip phone. So there was rudimentary text messages, Something, I'm sure, going back Nokia, and forth. <laughs> yeah. whatever. We were fucking T9 in it. <laughs> I think I went back, we went to a party or something, and then I threw on my headphones in the dark and listened to the Wraith the first time. I pulled a rock here. Feel the goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure we'll talk about it, but that's what they said leading up to it. That yeah, you had to listen to it on your headphones to absorb in the dark everything. And uh, Jay mentioned us a few times that he wants everyone to listen to it front to back. Like he has because they put out the singles online. We'll get to that when we do those songs. There's individual singles leading up to this, and they release them. But he said, "Don't judge it on these because we want it to be a, a full, a comprehensive like listen." So I, I definitely bought it. Listen, I bought it early, but did not open it and listen to it till the day of. Good for you. I'm pretty sure I listened to it early. <laughs> you de- definitely did, because you made fun of me then. You make fun of me now for oh, yeah. oh, because we talked about it at Halloween that year. Yeah. Because it would have come out like five days after Halloween. Yeah, you're right. 
Oh, I definitely heard it before Holloway. <laughs> yeah, I think that <laughs> that was the first first time we discussed it. I'm like, I didn't hear it yet. You're like, you bought it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what an asshole. Uh, maybe. Did I buy it and not listen to it? There's no way. No, you because you made fun of us. Okay. <laughs> no, oh. me, me. I don't think. I think Steve listened to it too and made fun of me. <laughs> <laughs> Good. You deserve it. You guys came over to my house and we drove from there. That I remember. For Hollow Wicked. Oh, too. Oh, too. That was the Royal Oak Royal double, Oak. double yep. deal. I do remember that. Those are good times. Yeah. I remember being like warmer than usual for uh, yeah. You know, October is always a coin flip. It's either going to be like winter or summer. And I feel like it was like super because people were eating outside and like looking handful, at everyone. A handful of Hollow Wicked's where I remember like really bad weather. Yeah. So if it wasn't, I just assumed this it was, was fucking cold. Yeah. It wasn't that bad. It was bad. Well, now we're in the middle of the fucking <laughs> sub-zero yeah, temperatures. Yeah, it wasn't for this, but it was bad. Day. It was snowing. It was. I didn't bring a coat, so walking like three blocks, like... Yeah, I don't think it was that. No, I think you're over-exaggerating. No. I'll call Greg right now. I don't think any of us wore coats, and we parked way far away, and we were fine. I was chilly boy. Shivering. I had to carry one of our people back to the car. <laughs> so I don't think I would have done that in the freezing cold. <laughs> Anywho... I'm just looking at the vinyl here on the table. There's one thing I want to get into, but I think we'll wait until the first episode for that. Okay. Um, because it's pertinent to the song. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm sure there's a ton more that we can talk about because there's going to be stories. There's going to be... Yeah. Man, you know what we didn't even talk about? Well, it's because after it's after the CD came out mm-hmm. is the Diamonds Raining Tour. Yeah. Yeah, There's the Wraith tour. Like, tours are all wrap up, I'd say, right? Yeah, which is crazy because it, yeah, that technically came out afterwards. Yeah. So the CD already came out and those were after, yeah. but those stories may pop up throughout the season. Like, yeah. There's so much here. Like I said, the Purple Show has stuff, but like that's specific to the homies video shoot and things of that nature. Yeah. I mean, we, the, they have the clip to talk about the, the Pajama Jam release party. We could bust out. But yeah, for coming from the pendulum season, we're like, man, we're covering a lot of stuff because it's going over two years. There's a lot of stuff in just this album that's yeah. going to be digged in deep that I'm sure is going to spur other stories and we, things of that nature. We have to remember, yeah, now we're used to that giant two-year timeline. Yeah. Now we're back to there's a specific era, yeah. but we have 17 weeks to talk about it. Whoop, so. whoop. All those 17 episodes. That's right. <laughs> Maybe we'll have a little extra stuff. Yeah. You never know. So we're going to save all that. There's some other goodies, but we'll sprinkle those through the whole year. Mm-hmm. You ready to start wrapping this boy up? Yeah. I think we laid a good groundwork. We got the the book down, and now the little race going to come floating out of it. Those little non-feet. <laughs> <laughs> we told everyone it was all going to be explained in the book. They thought it was the green book, but it's the Wraith book. <laughs> the Wraith does have a little book. It's a little feet season. You got to get the book tattoo if I get the bird tattoo this season. We'll all just get different little pieces. <laughs> all right. Well, if we do that yeah. and we get little tattoos, you know where people are going to see it? On all of our social medias. Good. We're Good talking segue. Facebook, X, Instagram, TikTok, Threads. All that fun shit. Shit. It's all at Juggalo RWD. Instagram's the main one. That's where we have the most fun. Yeah. Uh, so check us out on all of those. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen. Just please. It's easy. <laughs> we're, we're asking. You sound, you, you sound like Jeb Bush when he made that line. He goes, please clap. Please. <laughs> 
it's it's very easy. It helps us. All you have to do is hit the little little review button. I know how many people listen to this every week, and I know how many reviews we yeah. have. So I know Apple's a little bit more work. You got to write something. But I tell you what, if you're listening on Spotify and you're on your phone, all you got to do is tap a star. You go to the main page and you tap a star. That's as easy as easy as it can be. You can do the five stars on Apple. You don't have yeah. to write anything. That's true. So, so do that. So fuck you. You're being yeah, so lazy. You're lazy, selfish. So, piece so of you shit. should write one. If you're gonna be that lazy, fucking write one then. I agree. You piece of shit. And if it's not going to be five stars, keep it to yourself. Stop. We're done with that. I um, missed it. So, <laughs> subscribing also gets us in your inbox every Thursday morning. Yep. So you don't have to come find us. We come find you. As we said earlier, share with a friend, new, old, or former juggalos. Get this in their ears. Yeah. We've had numerous instances of people sharing with friends and then becoming loyal listeners. So. You know what's fun is rekindling someone's uh, interest. We have a few people say that, like, listening to it got them, like, listening to it again. And that's the fucking coolest part about it is, yeah. like, rekindling someone's old uh, listening habits. I don't know how far uh, our boy Nick Howard is, yeah. but I know that he's digging through, and yeah. I know he's nostalgic. So this is this season will be right up his right. alley. Sure. Right in his wheelhouse. Uh, where can you listen? All the same places you can listen to every podcast. Apple, Spotify, Google Podcast, Podbean, and YouTube. Mm -hmm. Don't forget to check us out on YouTube and, what do you call it, subscribe, subscribe there as well. Leave a comment. I always like that. Someone pops in with a little comment here and there. Comments are fun. Uh, going back real quick, if you listen on Spotify, each episode should have a little Q&A and a poll. Yeah. So if you listen on there, go to the specific page. Check that out. Two ways to comment. To comment? <laughs> Two ways to contact us. You can also... You can also... Wow, I'm all over the place already. You need some of this? I may. <laughs> Email us, juggalorwd at gmail.com, or call us or text us, 810-666-1570. That's the old voicemail. And maybe you'll hear yourself on a future yeah. episode. I mean, for sure, call, leave some stories this week. If you're at any of those release parties... Give us those stories, because that's uh, that's that's what we want to hear. We want to hear the the experience. If you're at any of these weeks parties, how was Tom Dub as a host? I'm dying to know. How, how was Alex Abyss smoking a big old cigar? I bet on stage. A hundred percent. Yeah. So any of those, bring them to us. You might wind up in the, the opener. You might wind up in the wrap up. But yeah, send us your stories. That's the best. Now I'm going through just looking at our voicemails to see if we had any in the middle of the season. I think we may have a couple. That we could have done. Shit, we have one that I will get to. <laughs> Fuck, we probably should have done it here. But we'll get to that mm -hmm. eventually. Website, still not. <laughs> still 20 by 20 apparel. Yes. So it's on my checklist to fix. I don't know what the fuck happened. You can try com, but <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Check out all the other podcasts in the underground podcast community. We're talking ICP with We, branded as Twisted with Us, who is taking a quick little break. Yeah. Juggle of Judgments taking a little do you, break. Uh, do you got a spoiler? Do you know what they're going to turn into? You know, guys, I'm not telling you say it here, but uh, curious if you know what they're next. I assume they're just continuing with Twisted. Oh, yeah, they did say that, didn't they? I think they just ended their psychopathic run and That's then they're right. going to continue on. Oh, fuck. I got excited. I thought it was going to be, as you said, the misery season. <laughs> the two-episode misery season. An awesome season. <laughs> misery cone no sotros. Hey, yes. And then you have the underground table as well. 
who just uh, did a little year-end deal, right? Yes. I didn't know one fucking thing that they talked about. I, I wish I was on there to uh, throw mine out there so you could shit on those two. Uh, I've been listening to your I playlist. did catch you earlier today on there. <laughs> uh, there's one that I'm on right now that I'm like, I don't get this. Yeah. Everything up to that was fine, but that I'm like, I don't, I'm over this one. <laughs> but that's okay. Uh, our wrestling nonsense, 20 by 20 apparel and 20 by 20 pod. Yeah. There's still people fucking downloading that. That's awesome. I just looked today and there was like three downloads this week. Yeah. And I'm like, what? That's Who's good. downloading this? People getting ready for the Hall of Fame, maybe. We had some good classes. <laughs> we, we should bust. We should dust that one off and bring old cousin Aaron back for the Hall of Fame. Because God, he was into those. I We should. <laughs> I'm not opposed to doing any of those. So if you're into wrestling, I don't know if we have the links in our thing, but... uh. Yeah, check out 20 by 20 Apparel and 20 by 20 Pod. And then we also don't do a good enough job in this. We talk about it in the uh, liner notes. But thank you to Steve for giving us his music. Mm-hmm. And uh, for Christmas, we're doing the voiceover work. Steve, his uh, band camp, dropping a new Poonchki tape uh, soon. I'm working on the artwork for that. So get it March. You'll be seeing that. I'm sure we'll be posting that and we'll yeah. have it everywhere. Also, everything that we just talked about was most likely in the liner notes or in our link tree. So if mm. you forgot any of it, just find us somewhere. Yeah. Just remember one place and it'll all be there. That's right. Just hit in the old Google, machi- Google machine. It'll all be explained <laughs> in the link tree. <laughs> all right. I think that's it. That's yeah. episode zero. That was fun. I'm excited. It's We're getting ready season. for the Wraith. Shang- we always, do we have to say Shangri-La? It's true. It is the race, sh- the race exhibit of Shangri La. I like, I like when it's described yeah. as that. Yes. <laughs> he reaches out his hand. Here we go. We didn't talk about that. The hand being the hand from Limp Biscuits fucking album. That's not real. It's right. 100% the same thing traced. That's <laughs> it is. Pull it up. It's the exact same hand. You know what we didn't talk about yeah. was the thing of a jug, the graffiti. Oh, God. Yeah. Man. Fuck me. Do we have to talk about that now? We'll save that. Yeah. We already did our wrap-up. We can't We can't just plug in a little segment at the end. I don't know. That's a big deal. I never got <laughs> my picture. It's gone. Pic- it is. I never got my picture with it. I didn't either. I got a picture of Aaron. <laughs> a bunch of pictures of Aaron posing in front of him with the That's 20 by 20 shirts. We'll have to start putting those pictures up. Yeah. I do have just a clear shot of just the artwork, so I I'll share I that. Too. And there's some older ones where you can see... Yeah, because like the, the ground, ground built up on it. Yeah, so there's different, or the the wand got covered up. Yeah, so like that fucking Vlasic pickle. Yeah, me and Aaron said, and like that should have been a historical monument. They should have fucking put a plaque in front of it. I can't believe it lasted <laughs> that long. Yeah, it's wild. So the well, fuck we did this for? Let's should we talk about? It? Yeah, I mean it's in the <laughs> book, right? It's in. It the, is, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, we're talking now thirty years ago, so early nineties. Yeah, Shaggy was known, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. known for his uh, graffiti mm-hmm. in the city. I say that like he's a real fucking... He's just, no, it <laughs> no was, we he, know that he did it. Yeah, he did some graffiti, but like this is the probably the biggest one that was... I would assume like so. Like you said, it, it was there forever. And uh, so the spot it is, if you're not locally here, cleaned up. They left all the graffiti, but they made a bike path and stuff. So it's, it was super nice, like lighting, all this. Yeah. People would ride their bikes, walk it's, in. Uh, currently, it's called the DeQuinder Cut. Yes. Yeah. So that artwork stayed there forever. <laughs> all these people are coming by and like, man, that's Juggalo history on this wall. Yeah. Like, it's kind of wild. Go on. No, I just I was waiting for you. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, but it's, God, the, yeah, you said 
way before the Wraith, early mm. iteration of the Wraith. Like, yeah, we're talking fucking 15, 20 years before the yeah. Wraith, right? And that's the, something we'll have to dig into. Was it ever explained of like how, how they took that and, together? Yeah. I'm not sure. I don't, a, not that I'm aware of, but I mean, it's obvious. Yeah. Yeah, obviously that's what it turned into, but like, you know they would give you the kayfabe answer, but like, it was always there. <laughs> the yeah. Dark Carnival was with us from the beginning, and we knew that was going to be the six. But we, yeah, awesome artwork. Yeah, except he just had a wand with a little star on yeah. it. Yeah. He had little eyes, too. You know what we didn't talk about yeah. is that, do you remember how they always, the, the rumor of the Wraith was going to be a mirror? Yeah. And then when this came out, I thought maybe like the face, how it's like the open black, that would be the mirror. Right. So you could literally like see yourself in his face. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't discuss that at all. We didn't discuss how the Wraith is like the Grim Reaper. Yeah. We touched on how the Joker cards were all, you know, telling us, the they're all characters and the final one is death. And here he is. And he's uh, showing you heaven in this exhibit. <laughs> I think that comes up in the intro of the first song. Yeah, so I think we'll, that's more so. We'll do that during the... Yeah, I think as we dig through the tracks, you'll get that character's the character arc. <laughs> Which is weird because his song is at the very end. <laughs> but that's fine. He has a purpose. That's the ringmaster. And his <laughs> song is also at the end. <laughs> he had a purpose last season. <laughs> MVP. All right. This is yeah. enough. Yeah, we're going to keep this thing. There's so much here. We got to save it for the season. Yeah, we can just keep going and going, but there's so much about the Wraith. We will save it. Yeah. So, until next Thursday, we will see you for something. Yes. Later. Down the road. Goodbye. <laughs> All music played in this episode and in this entire season is owned by the respective publishers and copyright holders and is reproduced for review purposes only under fair use. Every good idea we ever had, every really bomb-ass idea we had, we said, nah, we'll save that for the sixth. You can see, this show is a member of the Underground Podcast Community. Community.